2.15 on this Friday afternoon, which means, as always, being joined by Brent Lehman from North Adams Schools. Welcome back. Thank you. Good afternoon. Uh, a little cooler outside uh, today. Um, so if you're going to the football game tonight, uh, you need to realize that you're probably uh, going to want a jacket till it's over. Um, and uh, probably not a good night to wear short pants <laughs> as, uh, as we uh, go forward. But it, it's just great that uh, we're able to have sports and uh, that the athletes can compete. Um, that that's what we wanted from the beginning, and and it's it's nice to see that continuing to happen. I have more to say about athletics in a little bit, but I want to start off with uh, a couple of announcements. And uh, the first one is uh, for parents who uh, your children have been part of the Title One program in years past. Uh, you're well aware if you've been part of that program that um, there were evenings when we gathered the parents together and the students and the teachers and um, I think I can say this just to have fun <laughs> and um, that obviously is not an option right now uh, in light of things but um, there will be info coming out to those of you who were uh, your children were in the program last year and um, there'll be information about an upcoming video uh, for each of you and uh, and then uh, as we get a little farther into school um, exactly which students are in the title one program is still to be determined for this year um, something to do with us getting off to a little sort of a rocky start uh, what no we, we, we won't even go back there we're <laughs> past that we're moving on but uh, just wanted you folks who uh, whose children are part of the title one program to know that uh, that program is uh, still doing great things and uh, just stay tuned for more information to come along. I mentioned last week about free breakfast and lunch, and that was hot off the press when I came on the radio. Well, here are more details, and I think many of you probably already uh, are aware of these, but we just want to make sure uh, everybody knows because this is an absolutely great program. Uh, the program uh, actually began this past Monday, and all students enrolled in Belmont, or St. Joe or Zion are eligible to receive the free breakfast lunch, breakfast and lunch uh, meals through the end of 2020, uh, assuming funding holds out. I mentioned that last week, that anytime the federal government tells you, uh, here's a really great thing, it's always only until the money is gone. And uh, as far as we know, at the end of this week, the money's still not gone. So uh, uh, I was going to say, you'll get an email <laughs> when you get back. Oh, by the way, we ran out of funds on Tuesday, so yeah. you got to make everything up. Yeah, that 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 very well could be. I, I'm hoping we make it a few months, but uh, uh, it, it's just wild. But hey, we're we're thankful for the dollars, and uh, we're thankful that we can turn that around and make it a benefit to our families. To receive free breakfast or lunch, students will be provided one regular breakfast and one regular lunch each scheduled day of school. Uh, students will continue to be offered additional selection options as available, and they'll be continued to be charged for a la carte the options. The high school now has opened up enough. They have a few a la carte things where you can buy extras uh, that you still have to pay for. The federal government's not going to uh, cover all of that. You mean we can't splurge and get like seconds and thirds and yeah have you can have four orders of chicken nuggets oh. uh we realize that <laughs> football players and some of those boys they eat about that many but the federal government is not 
paying for all of that. They're just paying for a regular meal. Um, there have been a couple questions, though, because um, we have the regular lunches. Now, we always have what we call the cold lunch. Uh, and it's amazing the number of kids that just prefer the cold lunch every day, peanut butter and jelly. Uh, you can take either. It, it It's fine. It, it's all free. And uh, they can take the cold meal kit or the hot meal for the day. In addition, students who have students who have the option of salads may request a salad for their free option. And we're slowly working the salads down into younger and younger grades. Uh, so that's also uh, a free option. And listen to this. Uh, the food service department is hoping to roll out the uh, absolutely uh, probably first choice lunch of pizza um, by next week. Uh, that one's been much more challenging to figure out how to serve a slice of pizza in these COVID times. Uh, but uh, they think they have that solved and they're going to hopefully start that next week. That would, of course, also qualify as one as a free lunch. And uh, if if Students just aren't sure of what's a free lunch and what's not, so fr not a free lunch. They just need to ask the staff that's there in the cafeteria, and they'll be able to tell them. Uh, so what does it mean to be enrolled? Because that was the key. You have to be enrolled to be a part of this. And that is very simply anyone attending on campus or anyone attending virtually. I think that pretty much covers everybody. So uh, just to make that perfectly clear, uh, if you are a parent of a student who is learning via our e-learning and you wish to request meals for your student and uh, you're just not sure how to do that yet, if you haven't, all you got to do is contact the office or uh, there's an online request form, which we've had up for several weeks. Uh, so uh, those are the details. Uh, they, they often say there is no free lunch. Well, for a couple months, there's going to be a free lunch and a free breakfast. So you can't beat that. I want to take a moment and uh, give a little plug to uh, the Adams County Economic Development and the city and people who've been working behind the scenes. You'll remember uh, there used to be a place called Northwest Elementary, and the city took that over, and a group of us were working on how do we make this uh, a training center, uh, a learning center, how do we get some college courses uh, available for people in Adams County. Well, I'm happy to report they now refer to the building as the Merit Center, and uh, it's going to be offering Ivy Tech classes in the very near future. Uh, I might also add, I think it was today or tomorrow, uh, Rev, I think, was having an a employment uh, option, and they were doing that at the Merit Center. Um, but uh, to learn more about which classes will be available, of course, you can't just send an Ivy Tech rep <laughs> to town. So they are going to have virtual office hours, and that'll give you a chance to get questions answered. Those virtual meetings are on Thursdays from 3 to 4. So note these dates, September 24, October 1st, and October 8th. And uh, there's a flyer. We've posted that on our website. We've put it out on uh, Facebook. And I know uh, economic development is, is sharing it out. Um, and uh, it's just a great opportunity if you're looking to get some courses and traveling up to Ivy Tech on a regular basis has been a problem. We now are going to have that opportunity right here in Adams County. So we're excited to let you know that that is transpiring. 
and continuing to move forward. As with everything else, it's it's been an uphill battle, and it's been uh, days of heavy progress forward and then days moving backwards with trying to get that up and running. But uh, still a lot of different vision ideas for that facility and training and college courses and uh, it's just exciting uh, to see that happening here in Adams County. In case you haven't heard, uh, on a really upbeat note, uh, athletics number of fans is increasing. Uh, we've told you from the very get-go that we always are looking at the data. We're always deciding what can we continue to increase, what are we going to have to back off. And I want to take a moment right now to thank the people of Adams County for uh, wearing masks and for uh, just using social distancing and washing hands because it's making a difference. And uh, we, because of that, the three athletic directors here in the county worked with Dr. Ainsworth again this week and with the three uh, superintendents. And uh, we are increasing uh, attendance at these facilities. Football, uh, just to hit some general uh, ideas, football is going to be 250 fans on each side of the field as long as we use separate entrances and keep them somewhat uh, spread apart. Soccer and volleyball will just go up to 250 total. And who's this going to include now as we go up? You'll remember we were, uh, I believe it was four tickets for a senior player and two tickets for an underclassman. Uh, now we hope that this will include adult family members and siblings um, and some high school students. So we're trying to capture the full family and try to give some of our high school students who love to come and cheer, and they're always uh, an interesting part of the events, uh, to give them a chance to come and participate. There is still no general public admittance, so you can't just show up at the game and come in. Obviously, if you are one of those who comes, where you're expected to sit or stand socially distanced. Now, that's not from your own family, um, but from the, sometimes you may want to. <laughs> well, you know, we can, uh, I can't sit by you. Yeah, <laughs> you got to socially distance. But uh, yeah, uh, we we won't um, we won't police whether family members are social distancing. We'll we'll leave it at that. Um, younger children. Uh, Everybody knows, especially at football games, there's always that other game uh, over off on the side. Yeah, you can't, all right? If you're coming, you've got to sit with your family, um, and uh, we appreciate you doing that. The students who are able to come, there will be a section for them. It'll be a bigger section, so they can distance, and um, certainly we are asking people to wear masks. Uh, we're not going to go through all that again, but just just wear your mask, okay? And uh, be thankful you get to come watch a ball game. Uh, you get to come watch your kids play. Um, and it, uh, I'm just so glad we can continue to increase that. Now, ticket sales are a little different uh, at each of the schools. Adam Central, they have a, a, a digital purchasing system. I'm not familiar with it, but I want to make sure I say that. Um, at Belmont, um, we have vouchers that we provide to the opposing schools and tickets through our players uh, to give to people. 
And then South Adams, they always do uh, pre-sale tickets uh, for their football entry, volleyball and soccer. Uh, they actually do sell some of those at the door for volleyball and soccer. The actual details of those, I'm not familiar with all those, but uh, we're still not permitting the bands to come and uh, halftime shows and all that sort of thing. Uh, little steps, uh, numbers are good. We want to take this a little bit at a time. And um, each school's going to have their own plans as to how to divide up the 250 tickets between families and students uh, and that sort of thing. So please don't approach your athletic director and say, well, at North Adams, they're doing this. Uh, or at South Adams, they're doing that. Please don't, because they are working really hard to get these numbers of fans up. And uh, everybody's situation's a little different because we all have different numbers of athletes, which has a huge impact uh, on those that ticket distribution. So um, it's just exciting that here we are, um, middle of September, and able to open that up some more and quite frankly we'll continue to look at the data uh, as we've always done and as we can open it some more after this we'll look forward to that um, i for one am anxiously waiting to hear what the governor has to say next wednesday because we'll learn what happens after the 25th of september on the state level uh, so stay tuned um, Big thank you to everybody who's been coming to the events, and uh, we're just glad that we can let a few more come in, again, across the entire county. It's exciting, and uh, glad to share that news with you today. And again, a big thank you to Dr. Ainsworth. He's being very uh, understanding and yet very medical about what we're doing, and just He's an outstanding resource uh, for our athletic directors and for those of us at school. And I will end with, at least, up uh, in the three Belmont schools. This week, again, we are still at five students that are quarantined. And uh, we're just excited about that. And we're going to keep trying to keep those numbers right there. And on that note, we'll talk to you again next week. Okay. And that's Brent Lehman from North Adams Schools. This is Channel Z, 92.7 FM.